somewhere in Italy. They put my picture inside of the mall, I can't wait to go look at me. I ain't been to PG Mall in a minute, outside but I'm technically in it. Somehow true colors change when the leaves fall and the weather change. First your girlfriend, then your brother change, had to cut you off cause we don't let her sing. I'd like to welcome you guys back to the motherfucking High Coast Podcast. I go by Sosa Godfrey. It's Mook, babe. The Sound Man is in the back. He has no name but Sound Man. No name but Sound Man. Welcome to the motherfucking podcast, niggas. Wow. Um, another episode of High Codes is here for you. you know and I mean? we got the unofficial mayor of PG County. I'm going to keep standing I should have wrote it on the ballot this year. You should have wrote it in. Hey, I appreciate it. But this. y'all not. But y'all fucking around. But I'll tell you when the campaign starts, I will be there with the funding. Um, we got Kyle back again. Elijah, yes, some of y'all. Hey, yes, sir. What's up, man? How y'all doing, man? How y'all doing? Good to see you. We also have a special guest. Yeah. You, I'm, you guys may have heard of her before, so I'm hearing about her again. Yeah. Um, we came to talk about an interesting topic. Now, because it's that time of year. That time of year. And the mayor is here. <laughs> election time. It's election time. I'm sure this episode will come out after the election, the, right? This election. Hopefully, this you all elected uh, somebody good, and we, you know, in the future, it'd be good. So yeah. we'll see. When we'll talk, and if you haven't, there's an episode where Kyle does tell you. What you should be doing to get ready for election season. So we 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 gonna get to maybe a little bit of that, but we're gonna focus on moving the conversation forward. And the mm. conversation today is about So it leads to after you people vote. Yes, nice. to lead to lead to something that maybe some of you might even be in control of or be a part of. Exactly. We're gonna talk about black gentrification. Now let me tell you how I came across this <coughs> subject matter. I was on the good old Twitter machine. As always. And I saw a conversation spewing. Now normally it's two hundred dollar dates. If women should be buying or paying for meals or some yeah. some ratchet shit like that. Black men don't cheat. You know, all some type of tomfoolery. But this this conversation in particular I was interested in. It was about if black people could be gentrified. Now, personally, this is a sticky subject for me because I am technically a black gentrifier as I have moved to Brooklyn. Now, someone may ask, how am I a black gentrifier? Well, my apartment that I was currently living in with three roommates cost about 2200 Now, I'm more than positive that we were the ones paying, not too many other people in the apartment building were paying 2200 Now, could be assuming, but just off of looking up Zillow and sort of other price costs, it's probably about a fifteen hundred, a six between like a fifteen and eighteen hundred difference. No apartment for the other people. So okay. like a three bedroom, one bath in that building probably runs you about fifteen to eighteen hundred. Okay. But we were paying twenty two hundred. Okay. Because they had renovated, they did some right. things. Da da da. Still living in the same community. Da da. Right. But probably paying about four hundred to five hundred dollars right, more. Right. For the amenities in the space. All the right. space that right. they they built up. I've I've saw into other people's homes. Ours were nice. Mm-hmm. So, Keith used to make fun of me and be like, "You're a gentrifier," and I used to be like, "Stop it! I'm, I'm black. <laughs> I'm right. black. I'm on the block. Like I, I don't. I'm, I be on the block with them too. Like we, I smoke weed. I walk past them. Sometimes when they when they taking drinks, I'm drinking with them. So like, <laughs> how am I the gentrifier? I'm a part of the community. Part of the community, right? But 
there was a time where I did not stay in my apartment for a month straight or a week. Every weekend in one month, I was not in my apartment. Mm. I was either here, New Orleans, Houston, or somewhere else. I did. I went a month straight Just on the weekends. Up. On the weekends. Yeah. Not, oh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse not, me. Not in my apartment. And when, I, and when that happened, I was like, well, maybe I am sort of a gentrifier because I have the benefit because of my economic status at this point to not really have to be in that community but still be in that community mm. because I was paying for a room mm. at $700 probably not even a fifth or seven, whatever of my like mm. so I'm literally being able to stack bread in a way that other people who live in this community Cannot. can't mm-hmm. so where do I fall on this so I've been thinking about this heavy before I seen the Twitter conversation <laughs> But I saw it, and I was interested because we're supposed to have Ann here, but Ann will be here again, so we're going to have you back, too, mm-hmm. and we'll come back. And Ann was making the point, I think, I don't want to say speak for him, but from what I could see was that there are so many other factors within sort of gentrification that black people are more so a product mm-hmm. of it than actual par- participants in it. And then I was like, hmm. Okay, so maybe, maybe I'm not really black gentrified. Maybe, maybe because of displacement, economics, and other things, and, you know, I got lucky right. to be, for lack like of better words, I've been able to find a job, that I, so I'm here. Right. And now that's why we have college. Because I was, I've been stuck between the rock and the hard place. I will say, I, I agree. I, I, I consider myself a gentrifier. I grew up in Bowie. Yes. I live in Capitol Heights now. Mm. I bought a home in Capitol Heights. Three. I've been there for almost coming on what three years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, gentrification is not no uh, light subject. You know what I'm know? saying. And everybody has, I think, a different definition of what it is. Uh, for me, gentrification is just simply take uh, taking a low income community and refining it for middle class taste. Right. That's just if we if we just looking at it for from a strictly definition, definition standpoint, standpoint, right? Yep. And it don't got Webster. nothing to do with race. Race per se. It's all economics. Economics right? at this point. And, and another point I think that's important to say is that uh, gentrification is global. Right, mm-hmm. it's not just something that's happening in America. It's happening in America. Brazil. Brazil. Amer- mm-hmm. Americans are doing it to uh, Dubai right now. Yeah, I mean, the world is it. it the, the most of the wealth in the world is going to a certain percentage of people, and and the other percentage, which is the majority of the percentage, it has less of that wealth. Right. So, and now all these people want to move into these cities where traditionally low income people have been in. You know, only place that it can go down is out because the prices go up, the rents go up. Now, my thing of <laughs> when you say that point, it white flight historically we know it. Mm-hmm. Right, white people leaving the city, fleeing to the suburbs. Mm-hmm. But see, that is the thing I think with the black gentrification um, conversation that gets a little tricky mm-hmm. because black people, even some on the lower step, some on the higher, have sort of always lived. In city proximities, in certain cities, right? DC, for example, right? Like we talked about in the last episode, redlining. Red, black people, mm-hmm. regardless of status, had to live in certain sides of town. So, right. whether you were stupid rich mm-hmm. black or poor black, right. you were still mm-hmm. 
guided in a certain area. It, you couldn't pass this street. Exactly. The black people, whether you was a doctor or yeah. a bum, you were right. going outside yeah. the train. You could be a rich black right. guy. Maybe your house is closer to this line right. than that poor guy, but yeah. you were still within you the midtown, confines. Exactly. Exactly. You ain't uptown. Right. I feel like that was obvious to see in Philly. That's what really fucked me up. Mm. You can see that in Philly. You like, can literally like step across the street and it's like black people, white park where they can walk their dogs right there. Mm. I mean, you can see it in a lot of cities. Baltimore, you yep. can see it in D.C. I mean, literally, the Anacostia River is that Yo. borderline of where... I mean, D.C. was Chocolate City. We yep. know that. And it, some of the neighborhoods east they of turn. the... Uh, well, west of the Anacostia used to be black. They turned down the farms, man. Yeah, I mean, it's changing drastically. And, and so, I mean, where I think the city is at now is that, you know, most of the African-American black population and the DMV lives in Prince George's County and in Ward 7 and 8. Now, this is the thing I, like I said, it's so you said it's better. It's really a touchy subject because when you add black to it, mm-hmm. right. now people, especially black people, get, I don't want to say offended, but they start to feel a type of way because now they feel like... I mean, if you look at Glennon to me, personally... Let's talk about That's it. black gentrification. There's some new houses over there by Wegmans and all that shit. A lot of those are, a lot of those people are black. Right. Like those single family homes, those They're young those black professionals. Houses. Yeah, but like who are a coming lot of those in? Are black, maybe huh? not exactly from this area. Right. Yeah. Maybe they're coming from. Mississippi. Maybe mm-hmm. they coming from the West. Maybe they come from wherever. Or they what? coming from New York because it's yeah. a little cheaper. It's a little cheaper, whatever. Because yeah. it's like a lot. That's why, like, when you, when we even brought this up, I was just like, you're lying if you think black people aren't gentrified. Right. But see, my thing is the reason why I feel even like Cowboy, C Pleasant Capital Heights. Yeah, a lot I of them, am like, gentrified. Me moving, like a lot of them houses, like where you stay at now, mm-hmm. like they renovating a lot of them. No, that's like, I've never seen so many for sale signs. But where this you stay is the at thing now. about gentrification to me. It. It goes past economics. Well, American gentrification for sure. It's, it definitely has racial elements. It has, and that's the th- and that's why I wanted to bring up the idea of where black people have historically white flight because it's more of an idea, I think, in a sort of post-racial modern society that hey, let's sort of de-emphasize demographics now. Mm-hmm. So let's sort of focus on economics mm-hmm. and not the fact that hey, while you might be an upward mobility black person and you have the money, mm. that doesn't change the fact that what you're doing is still a gentrification. Right. And I think that's where the people right, get confused. People yeah, associate like gentrification black. with bad things. Yeah. That's exactly. why. So it's like, oh, I'm not a gentrifier because I'm right. not this I'm bad person. I here to get my Push. kids to a better school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like but shit. like, what, is that, what does that say about the schools and why are the schools... There's a great book you should read if you ever want to get it on like how schools are... Um, are funded savage mm-hmm. inequalities. Mm-hmm. You told me to read that. That book inspired me so much. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. That book changed my life. I'm trying to tell you. It I changed my life. I don't have many professors in college that were really good for shit, but I remember this one college professor in this um, social, now nah, it was political science class, made us read that book. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the few books I took a liking to, and I, and I actually read it because mm-hmm. I was like, wow, so you're trying to tell me that, like, Flower School right. can get a different amount of funding than Largo, right. but it literally be in the same zip code yep. just because property taxes on this side are a little bit more than that side. Yeah. Yeah. So when I had a gra- grasp with that, it was yeah. easy to be like, whoa, you trying to tell me just because you Camp could... Camp Springs is a... I mean, what, what's that shit called? What? Camp, Camp Springs? Springs well, Hill and... Uh, oh, no, I'm talking about... No. Uh, what's, what flower was that? Uh, Springdale. 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 You're yeah. telling, telling me, like, the idea <laughs> of changing a name or, like, yep. a sort of tax code yeah. is enough yes. to fund schools? Yes. Why does WISE 
look like the way it does right. in comparison to Duval? And why is Duval all of a sudden now changing? Mm. Because the economic growth in that area mm. is changing. So about the property taxes, they told me in Philly, there's guns that people have where they can scan the house mm. to see what the property taxes are. So then they go and bid on it later because those people can't pay off the taxes. It's gotten too out of hand. This is just miseducation. That's why it's like, it's such a domino effect because now that house can get taken. I was living in a house from the Russians. The niggas on the corner told me their grandma owned that house. Mm. So we walking through it. They was like, this was the playroom. And then if you go here, like, and they're explaining like what this house was and it's like I'm, I, I'm, hey. I'm admitting now I'm gentrifying I think though black people <laughs> when talking about gentrification uh, have to be honest yes yeah about what gentrification is and then it's uh, so let me uh, start back a little bit let's just talk about specifically the demographics and how did the communities in the DC area came to form right black people came from the south in the early what 1900s why, uh, with the great migration all the black folks coming up north for the jobs right so uh, all these black people came to D.C. because they was kind of trying to get these federal jobs right so D.C. started getting all the, this, this, the black population uh, boom and, uh, and then so let's fast forward a little bit more right you, then you, so at this point where you got white people and black people in the city White people started to leave because it was like, all right, now there's too many black people in this white job, flight. right? White flight. And the white people start going out to the suburbs, right? Meanwhile, you still have black people in D.C. And you have black people of all economic statuses, right? You got, because it's government jobs, people getting paid good money here. They just happen to leave in D.C., right? So then you get the element of, like, you know, the crack and things like that. And then the black fight really started to take off, right? And you got this this exodus from D.C. into Prince George's County, right? Oh. Where that's how you have all these, the you know, I mean, with the wood more as the Fort Washington is like the the black middle class of DC essentially kind of migrated into Maryland. Uh-huh. Although it's still it's still pockets of black middle class in DC. in DC. But most of that wealth, I feel like, I mean, went to, into Prince George's right. County. I mean, and you had uh, like the generation that came up on Marion Barry doing the jobs for the kids. Like those right. kids got government jobs, got older, and just you know moved out. Some stayed in the city. So uh, I guess. The neighborhoods change over time, and then I, I think the black wealth kind of left those neighborhoods. And like y'all were saying before, when you, you, you don't have anybody paying taxes, it can't fund certain things, exactly. right? And so, uh, uh, and I'm I'm about to throw a whole lot in like this one sentence. Well, Come on, let's get to it. Thing. But I mean, and it's capitalist. Is, for what? Capitalism sucks all the time. Just for the record, let me just put that out there, right? It, 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 right, it's, it's very winners and losers, and I think that yeah. we we it's not sustainable for us as a as humans, right? We're not honest. Right. I think the issue with capitalism, because I'm a very big player in it, I got stocks. Right. So like, right. don't let me lie to you and act hey, like me too. you know what I'm saying. I got a four one. I'm I'm really you gotta I'm, play the game. Hey, I'm really so. <laughs> With that concept, you gotta play the game, really right? Invested. So that's why you gotta be careful with saying gentrification is bad, right? Because black wealth can help solve some of black it, problems, yes. right? But this is my thing, though. Uh, my greater issue is that we have to be honest right. about the effects of capitalism. Right. We have to be, like you said, there's winners and losers. Mm-hmm. You said it so matter of factly that people sort of just pass that by. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Winners and losers means that there are homeless people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is what I the think idea. People exactly. miss the and. Exactly. That's probability. Right. They think it's so. Or right. no, no, no. And. There have to be losers in right. this economy. Right. There's no way it works without it. That's how it works. The, the reason why black people. Somebody's getting the short end of this. The thing. reason why slavery ended right. was because it was not economical. Yeah. yeah. That, they 
were like, okay, y'all white people are getting greedy. Right. We're not making no money. Right. We need to get them doing this for us. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to take them the out the fields, put them in a put them in a fire. Right. That it was it was no longer, and that's what I think we always have to be honest about mm. when talking about all of these things: gentrification, right. capitalism, all these sort of. I was talking Man about that, I was talking about that shit with mom because she was just like Lido's need to deliver. I was like, fuck no. I was like, because that would take money away from the ingredients, and they would have to put it towards something else. But and it also would niggas... take away from the idea of what they are. Yeah, right. fundamentally, they they you are the consumer. You have right. to come to that. Right. Exactly. They don't need to be Pizza Hut. Exactly. You know, they don't need to be the Domino's. Think about Pizza Hut's quality now that they've had all of these things coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, as things get bigger, they they almost sacrifice the yeah, quality. I mean, it, Chipotle yeah. used to be torched back in the day. I mean, I still love it. But yeah, it's just, I'm with you. I'm I mean, with you. you got a couple of E. coli scares because you can just throw it too big too day. fast. Yeah. And you, your pork not a good, or you, that's what you eat pork anyway, or none of that. But uh, bacon good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but just, I, I guess going back to yes. the justification. And the capitalism part. And let's, the capitalism let's, part, let's right? So, in context of justification, I feel like. I, I, that's why I like socialism, right? It's a, it's like with more government uh, safety nets, right? That's why you got so, uh, Social Security, Medicare. I, uh, with gentrification, I feel like we are able to, especially black middle class people moving into historically uh, disenfranchised black communities, help break up the concentrated poverty, right? Because con- concentrated poverty is a bitch, right? Because you, you, you can put all the people that you that don't have any type of power in this one community and, you know, the schools can be bad, they don't got good. They don't have no grocery stores, they can have mm-hmm. horrible roads, they can have all this thing. You can, it's easy to neglect that and then focus on your crown jewel of all this rich, middle class, high, you know, high-end people because they have the money and power to do stuff like that, right? So, the crazy thing about D.C., I think, is that, you know, everybody is trying to move back into the cities, right? It's almost a, a similar to why d- black people moved to D.C. in the first place, right? Because for the jobs, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody is doing, coming back into the city because, you know, the city's a hot place to live. You can get a job, mm-hmm. this, that, and the third. Meanwhile, you have these low-income co- communities in D.C. that have been uh, neglected for systematic reasons, but also the lack of resources, because yeah. that tax base was not there exactly. at one point, right? And lack of knowledge of how to even advocate to get the resources. Right. So, now you got this gen- now DC is getting all these professionals coming in, they, they collecting in the, a higher tax base. Because of gentrification, they're able to do more things. Like, you see, blue got, they got a new Baloo, they got a new Dunbar, they got yes. a new H.D. Woodson. I yes. mean, they got they renovating libraries, they doing it. DC has a lot of money right now as a result of gentrification, Crazy right? Money. But with, I think the, the the thing that people don't like about gentrification, which is very true, is that it's so rapid that it's, it's, it's really pushing people out at an alarming rate. And it's, 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 it's specifically happening to black poor people. And the thing is about it is that... In the Southeast region especially. But all of D.C. See, I mean, you can go up Rhode Island Avenue. It's South Sersum. Like, like I just D- say that because I live Sersum on the street. isn't there right now. <laughs> My boy! I'm about to say, I, that's, 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 I, I thought that's that. been gone. No, but remember, I was in Philly. I said that because I saw it when it was like they had the high-rises across the street. You come mm-hmm. in... You, that's the thing about college, at least for me, too. Like, you, you would go back, away, yeah. and you, and slowly, that's oh, yeah. MGM <laughs> has brought so many white people to um, Oxon Hill area. You cannot tell me white people, people be like, white people always been, no, they have not. Right, I didn't go to school with any white people. Right, I think it was right, one no. trailer, trailer park girl that was coming my senior mm. year. There was one, there's one real uh, trailer park I used to, when I used to work at Arrowhead, um, 
elementary school, whatever that back road is, right. off of exit 13, there's a trailer park. Oh, yeah, no. So there's like, there's like one, there's like one or two, like, there's, right. there's like, if you go down straight down Central Avenue, there's a big trailer park community. There's, there's a few yeah. of those things. So it's like, you, not saying that only white people live in trailer parks, <laughs> right. but, you know, there, no, no, but oh, I'm saying, up here, at least. Up, yeah, up here, you know, but like, that's where <laughs> a lot of them sort of were frequent. Yeah. And the thing is, Everyone doesn't want to ignore My thing is, you have to acknowledge it before we can actually mm-hmm. make a fundamental change. Right. So if we don't acknowledge that, yes, this is the reason why it was this way. Mm-hmm. So it's not that, like you said, white people have not always been here. Mm-hmm. I used to live in Riverdale, Maryland, and I can tell you when, I, and blacks. when uh, right. I was born in Washington, D.C. General Hospital, but the, the day after I was born, I, w- I went to Riverdale. <laughs> from, from, River, from 92 to 01, it was only blacks. Africans in a minimal Spanish community. And when I say minimal... You mean minimal. I right. mean minimal. Hey, Riverdale was hood as hell. It was, hey. it was blacks, <laughs> Africans, hey. minimal Hispanics, and a few whites. William Ward William <laughs> Elementary School, let that be your baseline. Yeah. In, 90, in 93, look at the demographics and look at the demographics in 2018 yeah. of, of William Ward Middle School. That's My brother fact. went there. I promise you the demographics mm-hmm. are completely switched. Kenmore used to play them in basketball. Never played for Kenmore, but we used to go to the games. <laughs> Nothing but niggas, cuz. You know what I'm saying? But now, <laughs> Riverdale... There it is. It's like I said, it's flipped. And right. It's a mindfuck. It's, yeah. it's a mindfuck to an extent, but it's like, this is the process. Mm-hmm. It's a understandable, because you know where all those, all those African and sort of black people in Riverdale moved to? Largo. And Bowie. Bowie. Upper Marlboro. Upper Marlboro. Mm-hmm. What? So it's not that these people just went away. Mm-hmm. They some of them got better jobs. All My right. father started a business. Mm-hmm. Other people's parents got the government. People did move and they moved out. And mm-hmm. the thing is, at the time, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, no one is thinking of that as gentrification. Right. Everyone is thinking of I'm moving my kids to a better school mm-hmm. system. Exactly. I'm. I don't want my kid. The big thing. I don't want them to go to William Moore. I want them to go to Just. Mm-hmm. See, but I, I wouldn't call that gentrification, right? Because I think it's it's like because in reference to the Twitter we was on, and was saying like black people moving out is like anti gentrification. Yes. I, I think that, that that's a realistic like way to say it. it's black. Like, it's, exactly. it's, 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 it's white flight almost, but for black. <laughs> Yeah. Or money, or, exactly. or have the c- capacity to yeah. move out. And that's what I'm saying. It's a Jefferson like, mentality. I've yeah. seen it. Why is it that we can't just build up our communities? Like exactly. I, get, I came back and it's a sweet a lot, road. A lot it's of times, a lot of times, because it's like for one, when we move out. They don't give us the same tax breaks that they get a person that actually true. owns a property. And you got to remember you know also... And it's just like, I live in this community. Around if this one house, black person in this community owns something in this community, that's going to show other black people that they're going to do exactly. it. Exactly. Like, because the whole thing that Nipsey Hussle is doing in Crenshaw right, right. now, the reason he, he owned a, a store in the strip mall, and then the dude that owned the strip mall was just like, man, I can't wait to get the fuck out this joint. He said, shit, buy the meeting. Yeah. I'll sell it to you. I'll, I'll buy it mm-hmm. from you. And then he did it, and then now he's like... He's renting out jumps and hiring black people around that jump to show them that it's just like, bro, like you can build here. Like, it's possible, my nigga. You know what's weird about that is, though, like, like I said, when these things were happening in the 2000s, especially in the PG area, where I said people were moving from, like, the Riverdale, Hyattsville, all that, going towards the buoys and Mm -hmm. uh, and shit like that, you made a good point about, like, the tax break and stuff. The the government was giving shitty loans to a lot of those people. So now, what do we have in Bowie now? 
We have a lot of repossessed homes. We have a lot of mm-hmm. vacant homes now. And what is happening? All right. People are slowly now, young professionals who come right. from, yeah, what the yeah, fuck, right. going to buy a house for 200000 mm-hmm. that someone bought on loan for 400000 in mm-hmm. 2003. Couldn't keep up with the mortgage because they got a shitty... And right. that's my thing about the gentrification thing, especially with the black, gentrific- black gentrifiers. We have to acknowledge those systematic things that yeah. were taken mm-hmm. in place. Mm-hmm. Right. Because those faulty loans... But for the bank, they weren't be, they weren't be giving the white people like that. Right. I mean, they, uh, pressure. Was, oh, go ahead. Before? What was it? Because you seem like you know history. Wasn't this done before? And where the bank gives bad loans. Yeah, man. We always got to show into this thing as, as a people. I mean, like specifically with the two thousand eight thing. I mean, they that crashed. They was, they was giving everybody bad we, loans. Uh, a lot, but like my, depending on your income though, because mm-hmm. I seen something. It was just like depending on your income, they really depended on like what kind of loan we were giving you at the time. It's like even black or white. It's just like if you weren't making over like a certain amount, they was like, all right, fuck it, like we're going to feed you to the wolves type shit. And shit, for real, for real, they was giving loans to people that didn't necessarily have the money, money. to, that to was sustain the, those that loans, was the right? That and then was the a lot of issue. then 2008 happened when the crash, the, the economy crashed, mm-hmm. and everybody lost their wealth. Like, mm-hmm. uh, all right, how I got to Bowie, right? My, my, my mother is from Parkchester, that's the southeast. My, my, my uh, uh, my father from Landover. That we like the almost the Gang. first generation. Like my my parents were that generation that moved out from mm-hmm. where they were at and to give my sister and myself this is a suburban life where they felt that we was gonna get good schools, have a safe mm-hmm. neighborhood, all that good stuff. Right, the whole leave it to Beaver, and. Uh, <laughs> And to, and, to a, and to a certain degree, I, I, I give them credit because I wouldn't be where I'm at today because exactly. of, of the decisions that they made. And, I, and I'm, a, I'm appreciative of it. Uh, what was I about to say, though? What was y'all saying before that? I lost my complete We're talking about the, uh, the crash. Oh the, yeah, okay. So anyway, you lost. You, anyway, you, you lost the whole. How you got to Bowie? Bowie. How you oh yeah. To Bowie. So I, that, that's how my parents raising me in Bowie. Da, 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 da. So now the market is shifting where everybody like so. I, but man, I'm in the sticks and buoy too, so it's like I'm mm-hmm. and basically I live behind a farm. Right, we used to play in the swamp growing up. But like I lived a real oh, country shit. ass life in Prince George's County. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that existed, right? In Bowie, yeah. Oh yeah. no, what? the old buoy, yeah, right towards mean, Anne Arundel. Yeah, buoy is the sticks. Is the sticks? I don't think I ever used to make it that far. That's what yeah. I, and that's my and see that's also another thing about gentrification: how we view mm. sort of <clears throat> community and city lines. Skews perception. Right. Yeah. So back when my parents bought the house, they did. Granted, they, I'm glad they were, it worked out, but they wasn't supposed to get the loan for the house mm-hmm. they got. To be honest, they, they, it, the universe worked in their favor. They were because the people that were giving the loan, the bank probably didn't think that the environment the, the was right. The bank was did. hedging. Bank, bank was basically selling niggas bad work in the beginning. They saying, and so saying, they setting them up and saying like it's shit. It's, it's the shit coke. Fall, it's pure coke, but this rock for real. If, right. if, the, if the shit fell, that's on you, my <laughs> guy. Yeah. I gave you the. Right. And you, you make it, you make it work type shit. Yeah. Right. Well, you shouldn't be giving four hundred fifty thousand dollars loans to a woman who can barely right. make who made, makes twenty five hundred a month. But to the woman taking a loan, she likes to like I'm just it's an opportunity, opportunity. to get out yeah. where I'm at, exactly. give my kids a better better than what I had. Exactly. Right. And, and you know about what the bank? You know did. what the bank did after? They said that's your fault. Right. But yeah. you know what they did when they failed? They asked the government to right. please help me. Wait, Back me out, bro. Type of fuck shit is that? But that's another story hey, for another day. It's crazy, right? I mean, that's I think that's going back to the just election. It's important for people to vote and just stay engaged because right. we be getting fucked <laughs> for yeah. real. Fuck. So we and I be, be trying to tell people in this area, like especially the DMV, bro. Like with us being so close to DC, like the politics here is way more crucial. Snap! Yeah. Like Snap. these niggas, these niggas fighting for like 
next step type mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like no senator is just running to be a senator. You know what I'm saying? Everybody like, looking to be for that that presidency yeah, and things you know what I'm like saying? that. Just like, oh Trump, Trump really opened the gates up. So no, like you know what I'm saying? Like it's wild. It's a free fall for yeah. that seat right now. Like the press, like everybody in this area, like even Hogan. I fuck like I'm, I'm about to spill some beans. No, go ahead, say what you got to say. I fuck with Hogan over Ben Jealous. <sighs> I feel niggas like that's just me personally. I, I don't. Feel it. My but mother, at the my same mother had. I just had this conversation with my mom. At the same mother. time, I'm not going to say the same thing. But disclaimer, I think I don't head. read nothing about Ben Jealous mm-hmm. though. But it's just like it's just something like about me. It's just like when Ben Jealous, when I hear him talking speeches and shit, it's mm-hmm. like something, you something about you. Where it's just like, I can't trust you for real. And then it's just like with this white man, I'm not a Republican at all. I don't want to shift the conversation like, to uh, no, the we, lesser than two evils. We could. It okay. is a lesser of two evils, but because a lot of people say they don't, you know, like when going back to like uh, trying to pick Hillary or Donald Trump, or, mm-hmm. and or, or when it comes to voting, they say, "Oh, I don't want to vote because uh, I'm not going to pick a lesser two evils. I would even want a good candidate, or I'm not going to vote at all." There's, right? no, There's good no good candidates, candidate. right? So with that in mind, right? People entertaining the idea of. Hogan being a, I mean, yeah, Hogan didn't rock the boat too much, so everybody, Maryland was stable. Okay, but I, I think the point of government is to be proactive in solving This is problems, my thing about right? black people. And not to shift the conversation, but to, to shift it, to pivot back to gentrification, right? In order to, gentrification is going to happen. That's part of neighborhoods right. evolve and change part and things of like that. Is right? gentrification. Exactly. Oh, yeah, so if we're going to live in this capitalist society and we also still want to address the poverty right. and displacement that is a result of gentrification. I mean, you got to have a proactive government, and Hogan hasn't been oh, no, necessarily proactive. No, this is my thing about black people. They are okay a lot of times with things that do not shake the book. Right. So as long as this white man is not overtly being racist like Trump, he's not making any... Right. Listen, he, he pushed school back a week. And everybody for, was like, for people to go to Ocean City, city. Nigga. you got to understand it was an economic, right. it was not it's some not, betterment of yeah. your children because he cared exactly. about, about them being with. He I knew pushed nothing it about back so that Ocean City could get another popping week. And people would come another and spend thing money. He, another thing he did, Fuck right? The hospital that we're about to get in Largo, right? He made us shrink it, right? And so we getting less beds. And again, the whole his logic was, oh, it's cheaper, more cost efficient. No, now you you diminishing the services yes. of this community you, that does not have a hospital anywhere. You're gonna make it harder. Like there's Kaiser, but listen, you're Kaiser's making it hard. See, that's my thing about that's like I said. What, center. This is my thing. Yeah, you're right. But, I mean, they do basic service, too, if you... Yeah, but they can't, like... They, don't, they might have, like, one OR. But that's my... But see, <laughs> but, that's, but, that's the reason, but that's the reason for this new hospital. Right. But like yeah, you said, yeah, with okay. the shrinking, a lot of this... My, my thing about economics, personally... I'm not economics, but we're going to go to the voting mm-hmm. because it's all about a gentrification. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is that I really feel like the hospital is badly placed. I need the Redskins and Hurricane get to Virginia and they can put the hospital they can put the, the Redskins stadium Oxen at. Hill. I'm telling you. I'm saying Oxen Hill. That's Oxen Hill Farm. They about to build a city for the harbor. Yeah. But see, this is my thing. But this is my thing. But that's another thing. But here's my thing about voting. Yes, yes. Listen, listen. But here's my thing about voting and all this that I think is my bigger issue. Black people do not vote in their best interest. They vote in the best interest of society. Mm-hmm. And that is a weird concept to me. We worry about inclusive. Because nobody else 
the Chinese Asian community does not vote in the interest of society. Right. They vote in the interest of themselves. Right. So when they want something in their community, they say, fuck you, I'm voting like this. Right. I think you said something about that trickle-down economic. Mm-hmm. And it's yes. Like we trickle, we, on the, trickle-down like, politics. Trickle down, like, so basically, oh my God, I can get whatever. Listen, like, white people, white people moved out of out of PG. Mm. So now we're ha- no, this is this is yours. This belongs. Right. There's no need to bargain with people. Mm-hmm. Get what you want fundamentally for your community. Right. Not because this dude in Baltimore has decided that or excuse me, Annapolis has decided that you deserve this. Right. No. Am that's I- the thing about like voting for your governor. Oh yeah, hold on. Like, that's, that's my whole, care. Man, I was trying to legalize weed. I'm sorry. Like, what? what? Okay. Why, why, is it that, why is it that on his website? Because not everybody is, is, is progressive. Is, so he can't be broke. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's my thing about voting. All, my, all I got to say is 60% of the people that go to dispensaries are older people. But the thing yeah. is, they, but, but, but you know, they're, they're not getting. About but you know what? They're not getting pressed out by the police. And they're white. You know what I'm. My point is that this is my thing about all these elections. They don't matter in the way to white people as they matter to black people because the laws are framed always to protect white right. people. Right. So they're, they're they're voting literally. Right. You you made this point to me earlier about like the trickle down thing about the politics, but it's like you're voting in the interest to help white people in hopes that white people decide to help you. Yeah, it does. It's, no, it's, I never understood that, but it's baffling, and that's what we're doing. I have a question. How do you guys feel about charter schools? Mm, I bad. don't know enough about them. They're bad because you're allowing people. To basically fund something right. without any vested interest. So, um, I have mixed feelings only because I don't have my uh, certificate to teach. Mm-hmm. I majored in math though, mm-hmm. and I can pass the shit out of a test. And I'm a great teacher, mm-hmm. right? On the, I'm a great educator. I say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate charter schools, mm-hmm. but that is the only way I could actually teach. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you also know a part of the gentrification now is TFA. They are taking over fucking teach schools. for America. I went to New Orleans and I had a whole conversation about it. They are taking over everywhere and they get houses and masters. But here's my... Wow. And, and then you know what they do three years later they go work in their career field of choice right. and not be yeah. a teacher. But that's yeah. here another, another time yeah. for another day. But the real issue in my estimation is not the fact that you cannot work in the... It's the fact that the public school will not fucking open its eyes and say, hey look maybe this person doesn't have a, a degree or that... But they can teach. This is a fucking job. Okay. If you can pass the standard to do the job, you allow people to do the job. Right. But we inherently create right. barriers for people and then ask them, hey, why are you? Why don't we have black teachers? Well, because you decided that you only want this type of black teacher. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't want someone who can educate. You want someone who fits your sort of neatly right. checked box. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know that charter schools can get public and private funding, mm-hmm. but public can only That's get a public. big fight in there because yeah. they're like, a lot of people feel like, why is this funding going? Why are we but that's why funding? And that's all the children that go to charter schools, those children are the ones with the IEPs. And I don't know if y'all know, but What's they can double an individual education plan, mm-hmm. meaning that I got a behavior issue or I got a learning disability. Mm-hmm. If they can get tested into it, it's getting a little more strict someplace it was not in Philly. Uh, if they can test and say that they get that, I'm talking about if they get 7000 for a regular student, they might get seventeen for a child with IEP. Mm. So it's like a lot of the parents feel as though you're not really trying to help my child because you want that money. money. Because guess who are, who guess who gets paid from the money they get from the IEP students? The charter school. The teachers. Oh. Well, you got to pay the teachers. <laughs> yeah, but that, but my thing is, why is your system, system not created? Incent- exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're incentivizing hey, children being disabled. Wow. And that's my issue with a lot of these things. We, we always want to find solutions when the solutions are very simple. Mm-hmm. Right. 
common sense. Yeah. <laughs> Why does a charter school able to get public and private funding and public schools only get public funding? That doesn't make sense. And then you say, oh, they're doing so much better. Oh, I'm sorry. If I could fundraise And I could pick and choose who you... come in my school. Yo. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, if I could... My, my, my goal always has been like, yo, I'm going to get a lot of bread and just give like a bunch of bread to one of the schools I ever went to. Mm-hmm. Just like drop it on them. But then somebody was like, you know, that's not how it works. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can't do that. You can't do that. And I was like, why? He was like, you went to a public school, right? I was like, yeah. They was like, well, public school, you have to like give it to the, the, the county like, or whatever. The, that's what KD had to do. He and then to they'll the, allow. The and they'll allow. They'll and they'll allow. It. And I'm like, so you're trying to tell me that over 10 a years. school like Wise is going to be able to get the same allocation than a school exactly. like fucking Largo because. You got some fucking made up system in your mind that says everyone has to be equal. But damn near every child that wise parents make like six hundred k. And that is the reason the property tax is the reason why they get the. See, right. that is the and, and that's, that's the my thing. Right. It's the it's a truly mind fuck because you, people do not want you to help people. Right. That's not what they want. And if you work with people, you get paid less. It's just it is what it is. You mm-hmm. work in social work. You work as a teacher, except for doctors because you know they get paid from the big farm whatever pharma, that shit is. Yeah. Yeah, like that that pharmaceutical company. Yeah, it's good to have surgeries. But but like for the shit where you're trying to actually help people, you'll never get paid money. And it's like that shit sends a message like, I'm about to get fired, I feel like, because I don't like writing lesson plans. Mm. But the reality is, I'm not writing a lesson plan for me. A lesson plan is actually more work that is unnecessary. I know my shit. Mm. I know how to teach these children. I know what they need. I know how to plan my lesson. But that's one thing I fuck with Mr. Cavish. Because when their supervisor comes to check on them, they need to say, this is what Ms. Simmons Simmons is doing in her class. So you don't really give a Fuck about me. That's my point. You don't care about the you education. I will ask, like, from I right, just playing devil's advocate, right? right? If, if I'm, you know, trying to figure out what's working and what's not, shouldn't I know what you're doing? No, I don't disagree with mm-hmm. that. My thing is, you gave me no input on how I was going to lesson plan. You uh, told me the structure of it. You told me what you wanted, how you wanted it. When I didn't do it that specific way, you came to me unprofessionally mm-hmm. and said, "Oh, I was laughed at in my meeting." You're my boss. You just showed me that you are basically on the same level as me. So why should I even be taking your advice? Mind you, I teach mathematics. I don't know if y'all know, but it's really hard Mm. to get people to love mathematics. When I say all my students fucking love coming to my class all the time, Mm. I bring all of the energy. I am a fucking actress on that stage. What's what's the uh, demographics in the school? I have always taught in poverty schools. So Mm. in Philly, I taught in North Philly, right right on uh, 22nd and Burks. Mm. And in now I, I used to teach in Southeast and now I teach out Columbia Heights. Okay. So Are you like, public school? Always public, but okay. it's public charter. Okay. Um so it's like black students my first two years, black students my third year, now with Hispanics with a couple black children. All right, Columbia Heights is big. Yeah, so it's community. like but my thing is what these children need the most is a break. So that's what I try and give them, a space where they can make mistakes, where they can actually feel comfortable, where they can be themselves. It's like you're always moving. They always got to take, and you know, they the testing generation now. Mm-hmm. All they do is fucking, I'm talking about every moment, that's what they are worried about at the top. Mm-hmm. Are they testing? How is this going to make their scores better? Because if they don't get the scores, they don't get, get the paid, they don't, get, they don't stay open. Mm-hmm. And it's like, y'all so worried about whether the schools stay open that you're not even worried about whether the children are really learning. Really? And that's my thing about education. Education, we talked about this uh, a while back, a little earlier, about mm-hmm. how like we're doing factory uh, teaching mm-hmm. for no people who are for, for no factory jobs. And my thing about even like a lesson plan when you see about it, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like you want a factory sort of manual. A manual. Let me ask y'all this: which, which, what do y'all think is the purpose of school? 
to prepare you, to prepare you for society. I think it's to prepare you for whatever society you're in. Because look at how schools are taught all well, across the world. The ideal purpose of school. Well, yeah. to teach you, oh, but to educate you. Like I mean, in, no, in, a, in, a, in a perfect world, it's not. You know, the, in a perfect world, it's not we know we need schools, yes. right? Yeah. In yeah. a perfect world, it's to educate. But in all society, it's to in. Let's take Ghana for example. Their the schooling is different from America mm. in the fact that like a lot of them they're changing it now. But you're like eleven, like six years, seven years old. Mm-hmm. You leave your place and you go to a boarding school. Some of some t- oh. like some people do drive back right. and forth. But for most people, you go and you leave. It's because in this sort of place, that is sort of the way people are going to live. People are going to leave mm. their sort of right. and go be in the masses. In America, what do we do? We pee people stay from like nine to three or eight to five mm. each day. We tell kids go there, right. go do a, a a task of like eight different things, mm-hmm. find something maybe you're good at, mm. and try to master that. Right. That's what we tell kids because that's what you're gonna do. In right. you're gonna go through a, a job, da da da. You're gonna find a skill that mm-hmm. makes you particularly good at that job. Mm. You're gonna master it and do that job until you're great at it. That's right. I want to sue the education system. I can't do it right now, but that is my goal. I told my students, I was like, it's torture for both of us to be in here because they walk into my class forcing me to use curriculums that don't help. Mm-hmm. And they tell me, like, I can't do it. It doesn't matter whether the children understand. You can't do it this way. Hmm. See, I looked into that, and I'm just trying to get to a place where I'm able to be political. Hmm. Right now, I'm... What? I, what's, I think the only thing... The, what is political? Yeah, I was just about to ask that because it's like, if, to me, political is just Charles being respectful. This, I asked Charles this on my one of our episodes, like, what is politically correct? Right, I mean... Because I was like, what's politically correct to me may not be politically correct to somebody else. Listen, my guy guy who's the head honcho right now be grabbing him by the pussy and everyone has let that go. Right. So, I mean, I I always like to bring that up because it's a real thing. Like, you Mm -hmm. can't... This is my part of my bigger issue with America. The, The... just the absurdity or just like the goal to just negate things that are truly right, right. in the front of our face. Right. right. The current president has said he does not care about certain tactical certain tact. He does not give a fuck. So you want now He's people. He don't care with this Saudi Arabia shit too. I mean, He's so, we live in an interesting time. <laughs> time, time yeah. But yeah. I, I will say, I think that Donald Trump introduced the elements of politics that people can learn from, right? Yeah. That he is himself. But this is yeah. my thing right? though. And, and I think that uh, politicians have a way of feeling like they have to be this perfect right. image to people, and people don't necessarily want that. They don't. They don't believe that. They want the real. But is it going to work for anybody but him? And that. And that's what. And that's what I. And that's why I ask because yeah. this is a guy who's unique, not just to the presidency mm-hmm. but to American culture. Right. Donald Trump. People keep talking about what talent does Kim Kardashian have? Right. What the fuck talent does Donald he Trump have? Oh, I don't know. He must be doing something. No, he got his, his, father, his father he gave his him. Name. Yeah, we all know that. Him, he, we know he ain't no real big. I was about to say, Charles, I know you ain't about to say a small loan of a million. Half a billion. <laughs> yeah, that's like half a billion. And then when he went broke, he gave him more. Yeah. And that's my Look. point. My thing is that Donald Trump is the quintessential, like, Kim Kardashian. His father right. was his personal bank. And he... And he and, but I feel as though people have this idea, because if you ask anybody, I feel like, over the age of 40, they really think this guy is rich. It's yeah. TV. They watch, yeah. they, they, that's a TV and generation. But that's like, they see him in a suit and tie, you look good. But like, see, that's my thing. He on TV, he's, you got right, him. His right, little, exactly. Look at him on the print, it's fire. You're fine. His literal claim to fame, outside of the fact that his father gave him a lot of money, was that he had a... 
a decently popular show on NBC. Right. Yeah. Not even like a top five or in ten a, show in a hotel, all time. In a, in a hotel it, that didn't right. start succeeding until and he got every business his first venture wife. he sort of done has just been blah Easy. at best. All like right. maybe he has had a few, but literally blah at, at best. best. His dad owned a, a complex in C Pleasant, and I think they he he had to, somebody sue him because he was neglecting the space because they wasn't taking care of it. This is my thing. At the man's core, he just is him. That's work for him. Yeah. I don't know. It's work for Kim Kardashian. Who else is it working for? Kevin Hart. That was a joke. Don't think. But, oh, that was like, I was like, hold on. I'm about to say, <laughs> he's a comedian. He tells jokes. Some 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 of them are funny. Maybe you don't like. I mean, all of them. I think I think just the I think the le- I think the lesson in everything, but specifically with this, I think the lesson is just be yourself. You know, if you want to yeah. be a racist, be a racist. That's I I'm not comfortable I, with I, open you know, racist. Exactly, because I, I was. I, that lets me know we so we can throw jokes. We can throw jokes back and forth. I'm just like, all right, that's how you moving. Cool. I know I need to move like this with you. Claim just stop being racist. Like I, I don't know if you guys know that. When she but started, like, running, she, she, she was stank. banging that birther shit in 08. Oh y'all just oh, oh conveniently forgot. She was banging hey, that birther shit. She was saying the strong that ninety four crime bitch shit too. Until she started running. Wasn't she the president. person that gave him all those yes. decisions yo, to make? With and the, yo, she, she, she's the one that went with him, presented, and gave him the stats yeah. for the shit and all that. Yeah. Bro, that, the only reason I wanted to vote for her, I was like. I know if she get there, she'll be good at her fucking job. Yeah, 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 no. Just know she, she, but I just want you to know she just stopped being racist. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, right. this woman I keep has sauce in my bag. I think she's a, a accurate reflection of where white, white America, America is right okay. now. Right? right. They, I think they are really understanding and starting to believe that. Wow, maybe these what the black right. people have been saying for generations yeah. well, but see my thing about her though is that like the way we talk about Ben Jealous is I think I, I understand why people talk about it because literally in 08 this is not 98 this is not 88 mm. in 2008 you were banging that birther shit and, put, <laughs> and pushing it to an extent to be like hmm this guy might not be American mm. and no one had a problem with it because you were the white woman it was mm. cool now you getting beat up by this dickhead white guy, and we all need to come to your rescue. Like my thing about now her is that now it's a boy's her club. transparency mm. was too late. Mm. Her yeah. biggest issue is that her that's transparency fair. was too yeah, late. Fair. If she would have even when she first, yo, this nigga after you you did that bam ass birthday shit was like I'm gonna still put you in my office. All right. You could have at least. I mean, he political. You, <laughs> you could have went. You could have went whole gun all the way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. But she just played it cool. Like, hey, you know, I'm I'm gonna be up next. All right. I think a new thing that's happening now is people are realizing how like vital white women were or are in like things that occur. Like white women mm-hmm. have kind of always been on they the back. Trump which in is why they didn't they have, so you have to be transparent. Like, before we can, I, I think we we gonna finish this up a little bit. But before I'm gonna tell a thing about me and Moon, we was with someone not too long ago, <laughs> and I had my white friend Jake. He was with us, and he was talking about how. Basically, he sees black women basically working harder mm. in certain professional and educational spaces than white women. Mm-hmm. And he sort of is like, yo, they come in with it and like, I see why they got it. Sometimes right. I don't see why the white woman has it. We were with this woman. I don't know if she's, she's mixed. She took a big offense. Big like, offense. big offense to the fact that. Stampers are my we were, mm. For the fact that we were so somewhat stereotyping white women. Mm. Now, I get it. I get it. We we and I and I acknowledge it like yes we are stereotyping right. we are doing a little bit of that but my my sort of first inclination was 54%. would you not that but would you have went this hard if it was opposite 
if we were diminishing black women or putting hey. or or act or acting as if they didn't the have most it like protected that. person in this world. That's what I'm woman. saying. When and, and, and I was and I was and, and I was saying nothing at the and time. And did it hurt you because a white man exactly. is the one saying you know what I'm saying? it? Because a room me, full of black me, people. Me, Mook, and, and he's um, saying it with the other friend, passion. We weren't. Like, we weren't banging. I was like, it's real. I was like, hmm, that's a good point, Jay. But the thing about it was that, like, I was very curious to the fact that, like. Her whole sort of demeanor changed, and it was, yeah. and it was now. How can you prove that? Right. And I'm very, and I was just very. I was like, yo, I wonder, would she have if someone was making a, no. a ill comment about mm. the black woman? Would you have still banged it that mm-hmm. hard? Because if you would have, then I would have let it go. Right. And then, and then maybe you're just a feminist. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things where we like, she, like you said, we like to overlook or even sort of sort of overcompensate mm-hmm. the feelings of white women right. in a way that we would never do for black protect our women. All right, police be smacking the shit out of black girls, not women, right, right. black fifteen-year-olds, and I don't hear a peep from the liberal right. Democrats. Right. All this Me Too shit, I don't hear nobody talking about all the police smacking mm-hmm. little black girls. I mean, it's on video now. Like, so my thing is, how can you really sit up here in a good conscience and then try to tell me and critique me and my people, black males, right. about how our treatment is. Especially, like, what that's the one thing that really pisses me off about white feminists. Mm. When they get on their high horse and want to be like, look at how these black men are treated. I want to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. We, fight, we got not some issues. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. We got our issues. I don't care if it's true, but I always stay in your lane. I tell I am not a feminist. I'm a black womanist because I don't fight for all women. I fight for black women. And my thing is but that, that's why it's important for black men to start having these exactly. conversations. And my thing is that we need to feel we are that right. Way. You are right. Our black men can do wholly we better. Step up. Can do wholly it's, better. But you are not going to sit up right. here with your indoctrination and your right. fucking fucking I don't even my go. issue with oh. it is no. whether it's black men or black women what my issue is they everybody when they look at our situation we always only get the last 10 years of like looking at history mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying if a Jewish person doesn't like a German person nobody's questioning yes. us but for us yes. we have to constantly be given this why haven't you forgiven and this it is, wasn't them and this it is, wasn't them and, it wasn't and them and probably this is why this black justification conversation is being had because right. we, we we're somewhat finding reasons to look within ourselves and to ask ourselves like, hey, I have it a little better than my other black people. Right. So why do I... And it's like, no, 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 no. You have it a little better because... And I think that's what makes of, you a gentrifier when you move out and don't help. Right. Mm. And okay, so I... Because if you move thing. out and yeah. like... You really like try to tell your people like, yeah, man, save up, do shit right. like this, help out. Then you can get the way I'm at type shit. Mm. You're not a gentrifier. You're just a nigga trying to better yourself and others. But that's, if you move out, that's it's just like a real slope, life. man. That's yeah, a y'all. real slippery it's slope, like, man. Hey. We call people all the times for saying shit like that yeah. all the time. I mean, that's the fact. I'm if just you saying, know, I, nigga, and keep it a buck. Those are difference from telling a nigga like, fuck them niggas. Yeah. Like when you get here, right. then telling a young nigga like, bruh. Get off the corner, you don't need to do that. So like, my, that's my a difference. Or telling niggas to save money instead yeah. of going to the club and buying a table. I feel All like right. people move in, but they don't just move in and build it up. They move in and bring everything they left from wherever the fuck they were before. Like, why do you need this store here? 
this store was never here. Why can't you just help out this mom and pop shop or this small little bakery that was there already? Like, well, um, I don't know where I live at. We don't got none of that. <laughs> I'm about to say we, they, we live in a food desert. We, right. we, we talked well, no, about this. Well, no, I know that. I'm just saying, like, if you really want to build it up, like, mm-hmm. it's something around that you can help build up right. first before bringing in something right. totally well, new. No, that's a fact. There's Especially a company you got that tears. you can help and expand. If you got to tear something down yeah. to build something up, then like, I feel it's, that. It's just like I feel as though it's it's like you change it to where you came from but it's like if, if you wanted that why you didn't just stay there that's mm-hmm. not fair like you're taking advantage of the resources but then you're still bringing in what you want here too it's like yeah. I just know uh, I consider myself a gentrifier right and I, and I don't think I personally gentr- would like some in, shit in, like in that. context I don't think gentrification is necessarily a bad, bad, bad thing. thing in right. terms of if the idea is that you in a capitalist society, you need a, a tax base in order to attract resources, right? And then and, and the idea of pushing people out and eradicating culture and this right. under, I'm not yep. with that. Yeah. that. And that's what's the result of our gentrification now, right? Mm. So I think that it's on government to find yes. ways to, to find that balance of bringing in new people because, again, neighborhoods are constantly changing. That's D.C. The wasn't about- always the, the number one black city, right? Yeah. And now we know it's not the number one black city anymore because it's just changing. Right. I mean, Atlanta in terms is. of just the... Yeah, I think there's more people in it. Per, but Atlanta more black people. they were like tied at one point. Per yeah. capita, there's more black people in Atlanta. Yeah. And I mean, that's just my, I think my greater thing about sort of bringing this all together, politics, mm-hmm. gentrification, they're, you said it, they all go hand in hand. You're not getting one without the other. So like your politicians that you vote for are going to make laws that affect those property taxes. Those And those laws are going to, in, in effect, mm-hmm. affect who is able to move in your neighborhood. Right. And need, people need to be educated. I don't right. know how, but listen, once black people start making it their business yeah. to just be in politics, I'm not right. even talking about what I'm talking about being I'm talking about being at some meetings right. and making it uncomfortable. Right. Because I've been to, I worked at a local newspaper for a year and I went to maybe two like board mm-hmm. meetings. Right. Where do all the white people from PG come out of? Hey, let me tell you. They, I, you would not think Prince George's County was a I, black county. I went to, I, I went to so In the book, in, in Savage so, Inequalities, yep. he says some students are taught to vote and some, some students, students are, are taught, taught to, to run. Part- to participate yeah, and, and, and it's like that, it, it goes so deep. That's why I tell them, mm-hmm. I am not going to follow what you're telling me up above and mess up these students' logic because logic is necessary to vote for yourself. And I want to make sure that they can vote for their interests and not against their interests. Exactly, mm-hmm. because that's what we do to kids, yes. especially minority and black kids. We yes. tell them, hey, 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 why, why run? All right. Just vote for this person who has your best right. interest in mind, even though this person doesn't look like right. you, doesn't come from the same neighborhood as you, never lived anything close to where you live, but hey, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> He cares about right. you. And not, I'm not even saying she. He. Right. He, he cares about you. Yeah. How does that make sense? I get in trouble. I, mm. There was a pet rally. My students chilling. Three students do something wrong. They kick all the ninth graders out. So I raised my hand. I'm like, it was not all of us. Mm-hmm. Right? So she was mad. She felt like I, I went mm-hmm. against her authority. Right? So we had a meeting about it later. But I talked to the students. And they were like... My mom told me to mind my business. The other student said, when we become adults, we don't worry about everybody yes, else. We worry about, about ourselves. ourselves. So why are we getting in trouble for everybody That's else? Cheap. And another student said, well, um, why is it that we don't get in trouble until once we finally do what they've asked us to do? And I was just like, y'all were saying a lot of great things, so I'm going to take it to the meeting and just ask them, can they find a way to congruently give a message that 
explains what they want, but also holds everybody accountable. I got in trouble for that, so now I'm just going to shut up and teach them how I want to. But you the reality the is, board. I'm, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to look into no, it. No, but, but the, I, I honestly, no, reality. It's just, uh, I don't know what I'm saying. You take it. No, I, I, my, my <laughs> thing is that, like, yo, we, we condition certain people. And, yeah, and yeah. my thing is, why? don't lie to yourselves. Like, I'm not telling people not to vote. I'm never yeah. going to tell them. But I'm going to really ask you. That's why I wanted to have you on earlier yeah. because you need people who can speak to these things matter-of-factly and tell you, hey, this is what's up. I said, I went into those board meetings. I only went to two. One was in Oxen Hill. Mm-hmm. And I looked around and I said, wow. This, is, this was 2015. Yeah. I said, wow. All these white people they are not, here. They out there, I was yeah. like, Meaning but move, changing the city. But move, this was before MGM. This is 2015. I'm aware, what? bro. I used to live in Oxen Hill, bro. Like, oh I, when I, yeah, I've, I've lived all over. That was a, when I did a solo was, episode, was, y'all get to know me. That was a that was a real eyesore because whether all those white people are out there or not, right. the demographics don't line up like that right. per capita or per, it, it don't say that. It's right. unfortunate, but it's just like, there's some things, it's like, it's not their fault, but I explain, yes. I try and explain to white people, it's just some things you're not going to get. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I had to tell one of my, my co-teachers, I was like, my student, the student has a prejudice against you, not because of who you are, but about what you represent. Mm-hmm. You don't realize as a white person bossing her around, you represent something. All right. And that my thing deep. about is that people are going to be like, and just the, to play that was advocate. Child like, might not even know where no, that's they honestly don't know. coming from. I tell from. students all the time, you have prejudice, because I just said the same right. thing, and you're yeah. not mad at me. But, mm-hmm. but, and you know, um, this just but not even play mm-hmm. that was advocate, but just to take that concept even strong, people are going to be like, hey, you're you're not always going to be able to be bossed around by mm-hmm. another black person or, you know, someone who looks like you. Right. Very, very true. That is very true. But how people do things are fundamental to how we see things. Right. So if you... You don't think you'll be, ever be bossed around by another black person? But, I mean, maybe. Who knows? But... I, I mean, you mean, I mean, like, slave, in terms of, like... Slave masters used to have the head nigger boss people around to no, like, show the slaves no, I get that, that. But you're my not thing is, above. I call them nigger people. Now, are you saying, yeah. like, all right, you know how we graduated from Flowers. Mm-hmm. Flowers, Flowers is an all-black school. But yes. then they'd be like, all right, when you go into the real world, yeah, it ain't gonna be like that. So exactly, don't get... You know, you got a black thing. teacher now, now that's cool exactly. against you. But when you get in the office, you're gonna have, like, white people. So you gotta learn how to basically move in both crowds or code switch. I was actually told that I say the right things, like, but they know that I'm still going to be defiant. So they don't know how to, like, work with me because exactly. I, I, but that, but I'm not complacent. But that's, I'm that's, that's, that's but, me. But that's, that's, that's being black at its core yeah. is to understand that there's just a system in place which inherently is bad for you. Right. Literally, they had to write in the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment so all of us here could be here. Yeah. Right. This, is a, this is not something I'm making up. This is not... Terminology, ideology, this is a fact. 13, 14, 15, broke in so that one, two, three, four, five, six people could stay here today in this country. How can people who fundamentally believe in that have your best interests in mind? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that all white people are evil. Like no, I told, of course not. Like I told the you. system was built to help you and hurt us. That's why I tell people all the time, I can't be racist. I'm very prejudiced. I speak on my prejudice. <sighs> but I can't be racist. There's not a system backing it. Speak I can talk about man. white people every day. And still, at the end of the day, if a white person want to go home because she crying and she overwhelmed, she going to go. If I want to go home, I got to give an excuse. I'm about to say the most blackest Republican thing. Go ahead. 
it's almost like the same the concept as like, gen- like gentrification, right? Right. Racism is racism, no matter who's doing it, right? I mean, I think it, it's just my belief. Yeah. I know everybody got different. No, I have the same belief, right? And and it, it just so happens black people just don't have. You know, people use the argument that black people don't, don't have, have no power, power, so they can't be racist. Right. But I don't I got mean, no power, but I control the fucking pop culture, right? You know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here, nigga. So I, 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 I think I'm the it's reason just why white. Careful. I'm the reason why white men rich, but I have no power. Here's my so, thing. We have no power, but we're the reason why white men are rich. Oh, yeah, but I think the racist—I think the racist part of that would be how many black men are actually at the top. Like yeah, that's—I think that's—that's that's, that's that's the, the fundamental. Right. Yeah, that's the, the day, racist they, part. They still at the back of it, right. so it's like they still wrote the contract that said they had to say those 15 words because they knew that was sale. Like so, then you're still a part of the product. Here's my thing. In theory, I agree with you guys, but in practice, I have to agree with her because in theory, you're right. We all are on the same capacity level to hate, da 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 Right. But in practice, listen, the reason why certain black people have these shitty-ass mm-hmm. contracts compared to white artists it's because of it's systemic. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we're not saying oh, racism isn't affecting black people. I think that, I think it's, we're in this weird place, right, where black people, we always have to turn the other cheek and da 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 mm-hmm. But I think in order for us to evolve, right, we really have to t- look at these concepts. Yeah, we want to right the wrongs of the past, right? Mm-hmm. But in moving forward... I, and to say that a person can't be racist, it, 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 I think is counterproductive to the. I think the the, the, the future that we were, where we want to go. But right, see, and I and I agree <laughs> with you guys too. But the thing is, how many like black people can't be gentrifiers? People really believe yeah. black people can't be gentrifiers because they don't I, understand the, the definition of the right. word gentrifier. And, and I feel you because words have meaning. And those words, are and words are important. And so this, yeah, and those are the. But the thing is, English. How many how many times are we? Enforcing these same principles on white people, and that is, I think, the fundamental issue. Yeah. We if haven't we, been. If we do this to everybody mm. as a human thing, yeah. then you are right, right. and yeah. then it is you. Everything you say is fun, but the thing is, white people do this thing, and I love it. They're so smart. I give them all the credit for them, where they allow for the conversation to go from, "Hey, I'm not. Is it? Am I not racist, or is it just a racist thing?" So can you be racist? Because the thing is, like, no one is saying this. Everyone knows what is racist. Dressing right. up as a slave yeah. on blackface is racist. Right. Right? No one will ever dress up as a Holocaust survivor. Right. Right, well, now. My point exactly, because you're ignorant. But how many people, how many people will do that? And almost everybody understands the connotation behind that right. and why that's a bad thing. Do we think the Redskins is, is a racist thing? Yes. yes. But you know what we've done? We have eliminated these people from our thought process. They've eliminated them, period. Exactly. No, but there's still, there's still natives around. You can still find natives. I mean, yeah, we, but I mean, we like... We have literally made them into, like, caricatures. They're endangered species. Exactly. Like, they dinosaurs. We literally treat them like zoo people. Yeah. We put them on reservations. Right. Yeah. This is how we... This is how America allows itself to sleep at night. We call something what it isn't. So instead of calling sort of slavery, and we get them five hundred dollars, slavery and restitution of you know reservations because that's what it is. We put mm-hmm. you here, we give you a little something. Coloniz- I'm sorry, colonization. We we give it a nice little fancy name. We tell them that they can come to Coachella and some shit from time to time. We give them five hundred dollars a month, and we keep it moving. And that is sort of how mm-hmm. and, what thing, we and we and, and we allow and Temple. It was rushes at the top of that math department. When I say if I wanted to apply for a class, I had to apply. Um, I'm sorry, I had to ask the white girl that was in my classes to apply first. And once they let her in, now I know that I can be let in. And I also was never in my graduation yearbook because mm. they didn't believe I was going to graduate. Mm. And it's like I couldn't speak up that they were being rude to me because I was. 
black. You said they were wow. Russian? They were Russian. So I have this theory, right, yeah. that, you know, everybody talking about Donald Trump and the Russians, right? Russia is a, a majority white country, yeah. right? And I think that these white people are so okay. Yes. up to Russia because yes. of this this is the country that this is the oh country they long for listen, right listen like this white country that oh is just let me tell you I've, I've been banging this collusion white. thing for a long time no one can explain to me how Russia affected the election mm-hmm. everyone keeps telling me they did social media I'm like mm-hmm. okay did any Russian come here and come vote? here and vote <laughs> and then when and when I ask that question everybody gets real silent right. and no one wants to speak on it and then when I and then when I follow up with oh but what about um, stopping black people from voting in the South. You don't. You don't think that's an issue? Now all my liberal Dems don't give a fuck no niggas more. They want to talk about Russia right, again. Niggas in Florida still using pencil and paper. Man. Literally, we've watched two elections in our lifetime be rigged. Why are you guys confused about how this works? Yeah. Literally, George W. Bush became the president because they took away many of those votes mm, because of black people. Mm. It wasn't. If, if if it was like some white people who couldn't vote, shut I promise the, you, Al Gore would be the Al Gore would have been the president. Right. But because black people voted for him, right. they said, "Hey, we can't have that." And right. let's talk about how people get felonies. And then you can't vote if you have felonies, right. right? So it's like we already know how to prison right. system. And it's you know, I teach the children that they they look at their test scores to build the prison, school to prison uh, pipeline. Yeah. So this right. is my so thing about like Russian voting and shit. Like discipline. I can't, right. I cannot take a, I cannot I don't think take a, a bad thing. But no, I don't uh, think it's uh, I can't take a liberal Democrat. The serious way that they do it. Yeah. And this is my last. This, I think this exactly. is my last uh, voting stance. I cannot take liberal Democrats serious who do not care about domestic mm. interruption, but care about Russia. Because once I ask you what happened to the black people mm. being disenfranchised and being stopped to vote, and you have nothing for me, but you want to talk about Russia and collusion, mm. I know what your agenda is. Your agenda mm. is the feelings of white people yeah. and I, I just think that all black people should continue to speak their truth I think social media has get, given us another platform to speak right. that truth and I think that when you, no matter what room you in who in that room if, if it's your truth share it and, and be open to new information too yes. so your truth can evolve with you as you get you know grow like the idea of people people are people can be racist black people just yeah. so happen don't have the power, power so it's too. not yes. be racist right now but racism is racist <laughs> hey listen man and I think it comes back to the gentrification um, conversation right? like I said I've been trying to uh, get it full circle but we keep getting so much good stuff here. and it was a good stuff but um, yeah it, it, it it's works crazy like, how it still all applies though yeah. it all works like that it's a system yeah system. cause you know what's crazy okay so I quit teaching cause I had to go to therapy I started working at the court I was like cool let me learn about the court the teaching is political anyways right I was gentrifying the court system for real. Mm. As a young person coming with a degree with all those federal people that came there straight from high school, ain't no degrees, I'm kind of pushing them out. Don't worry, I quit, but... I'm going to ask you about, and this is going to be so off subject, but you just said therapy. Y'all should do a session on therapy, like pe- black people going to therapy, because I've been like really looking into trying to Oh, get if you have Medicaid, by the way, guys, it it's is free. free. And yeah. there is a place, um, I, you just I gotta, gotta look come up back, your, but your, they come to you now. Whoever your health care is on their yeah, website. Yeah, come to you now. Really? You know what I'm saying? You don't even have to worry about going to them. They come to you. And if so you, they're Medicaid, they're sitting in your room and hit the J with you? I, I, well, no, nah, don't hit the J, <laughs> but I do hit a J sometimes before my Session. Oh, yeah. Therapy Tuesdays. Therapy Tuesdays. Yes. Yes. Listen, we are trying to give you guys growth here. Thank you. The content is booming. Kyle, aka Elijah. Elijah, aka Kyle. I love calling him by both names. Hey. Tasia. His name goes as both. Yeah. Right. I really do. Jenna. Janae. Janae. I don't know why I called Jenna. That was very white. 
Okay. It's okay. Thank you for coming back again. Double it up. And my brother Luke. My nigga. Big Mo. Chill fun fact. Jenna is having an Arabic. Ooh. I have an Arabic tattoo. My girlfriend's Arabic. Look at me, you bitch. That just mean it's a lot of things you could do besides get lynched. Do besides get pitched. Merlin crabs out here walking around. Grandmama go pray. Young nigga obey. Don't forget to obey. Yeah, hello. Hello. Yeah, my fault I ain't ready yet. Nah, not yet. I just called the universe, I told her I ain't ready yet My life, these lights might damage that I might not be prepared for that I can't do this every night Crushing on the DJ from and why she play the songs I like you say you might fuck up my life I hate